Welcome to Critical Drinking. Yeah. I'm Kevin Regan. Play ball. I'm Ryan Maley. And tonight is baseball edition. And uh, uh, let's just say I could talk for a while. We're yeah. gonna keep this under. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do our best I to like keep this, baseball. Keep this I like, short. I like beer too. Right. Beer's good. Mm-hmm. But baseball and actually baseball and beer are better. Baseball Only and- if you add in sunflower seeds slash peanuts to it. Okay, whatever you peanuts say. Peanuts is old school. Maybe say Haas. I still eat peanuts. I eat peanuts like sunflower seeds. I put them in my... You eat penis like sunflower seeds? <laughs> I eat penis like sunflower... No. <laughs> say it again. You'll, you'll peanuts like sunflower seeds. <laughs> because look, they salt peanuts. Right? <laughs> it's just going to sound bad the whole time. It is. I put it in your head, so you're going to think about and it. What's the point of having salted... Peanuts and not taking advantage of the sodium. That's true. You got to suck on the <laughs> what, right? You got to suck on the nuts. On the peanuts. Because <laughs> you get the salt. That's where you get the salty stuff. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. All right, but. Jesus uh, has nothing to do with this. You're right. It, it's, between, it's between you, penis, and nuts. So uh, tonight we're going to watch Major League. Which is obviously the, the number one best Charlie Sheen Tom <laughs> Berenger combo. We watched number two, and That's you know true. what? There's Platoon. only room for number ones. In it this won podcast. best picture, but it shouldn't have because Alphabet Major Killer, the best been. Alphabet movie I've ever seen. I agree, absolutely. Best movie with Alphabet in the title I've probably ever seen, and Killer with it. Then again, we could make a movie called Alphabet. Or it was just you taking a dump and it probably be better. <laughs> <laughs> and you singing the ABCs over right? <laughs> A, B, C. Oh my God, it's alphabet. Uh, Where's yeah. the P? Yeah, Running we're, down by the... <laughs> we're watching uh, Major League. And so it's going to be a baseball-themed edition. Basically, we are... Top five favorite baseball Favorite. Not, not best, best. Just like last time. Not best. Favorite. favorite. So uh, before we go... a guitar pick. Before we go watch the movie, let's go ahead and uh, tell them what oh, you're doing tonight. We were going to do Irish edition because it's the day after St. Paddy's Day. We're going to go Guinness, you know, a little bit of Irish car bombs. You can still do that. I have all the makings. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. But let's not. <laughs> we're crazy because I pre-gamed at Claim Jumper before this, and then after that I pre-gamed at Bushwhackers. That's true. And, and I, it went I, down I like water. It went down like water. So it's going to be a fun It's going to be a post. fun post-movie podcast. Uh, I'm going to go, mm, I'm kind of feeling full because I had some nuggets. Um, you know, it's three, probably. Three right. Guinnesses and two Keystone, 16 ounces. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna do the opposite minus uh, the Guinness because I'll drink I'll drink one Guinness in honor of St. Patrick. He's but, a good saint. Yeah. In the words of Brian, St. Patter. St. Patter, yeah. But, uh, Peter Patter. I, I, you know, Guinness isn't my... Is in my beer of choice, so I'll drink one it of those. It goes down like water, baby. I'll drink one of those, and I'll drink uh, three three pounders, hoping to get to four. But I'm going to say three, so I don't understand. Wait, what did I say? Did I say you three Guinnesses? Three Guinnesses, two pounders. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll gonna, stick with that. I'm going to take uh, the, the the three and one. All right. So uh, could be eventful. I don't know how long this movie is, and I don't know what decade it was made in. Did we ever find out? Was it made in the '90s or the '89? You're right. I was correct. Good Ryan, thing we didn't do 90 sports movies. Yeah, well, if we did, this wouldn't be on there. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to go watch that movie. All right, I'll see you guys after. And welcome back to Critical Drinking. 
We just watched Major League, the yes. fantastic baseball movie featuring Ryan, Charlie Sheen, and Tom Berenger, and Corbin fucking Burnson. Then there was also uh, uh, President Palmer. President Palmer, and there was also one Ren- more. Rene Russo, wasn't it? Blade was also in it, though. Mm-hmm. Blade. 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 Of all people, Blade was in it, people. Blade was in three movies. That's so obvious, man. Wesley, Wisely, Snipes shows Wisely up. Snips. Wisely Snips shows up and he's like, I want to tax evade this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is where I can hide. In major league, in mediocre sports movies. Mm-hmm. I can hide here and no one will know I made money. Mediocre Mo- sports money. movies. I didn't mean it. 1989, right, this was the greatest sports movie of the fucking 80s. Sorry, and it came at it. the end. Do you know what? The rest of the I 80s, the rest of the 80s thought they had a great sports movie. At the very end of '89 came this movie. They're like, "Fuck, we got, they we got, got blown screwed. out. We yeah. got screwed. They got blown we got out. screwed. We're sitting here in our fucking uh, couches of comfort. I've been to one of those. They're nice. Yeah, They're comfy. comfy. You know, you want to take a nap, and then you realize it's not a real couch comfort because you got people like Major League having themselves a goddamn <laughs> fucking party. On that note, uh, how many beers did you drink? I I, I accomplished what I was going to drink. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I drank three Guinnesses. I drank uh, two Keystones, like I said. Yep. The last Keystone ended in the credits, but as we said before, it's the end of the movie, not the end of the picture show. So it was yeah. it was, was done by the time. 146 minute running time, meaning you had 146 minutes to drink. Yeah, and I got done by then. Right. Got done by then. I drank uh, all three of my Keystones. Well, first I drank my one Keystone. And then I decided to choke down. You wanted down. your Guinness. You I choked down the so Guinness bad. that I said I wanted. Choked down? You mean it opened up your throat? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want it. I still don't want it. I want to throw it up. I want it right now. I want to throw it down. Don't throw it down. Because if I throw it up and you throw it down, that's gonna be disgusting. Just oh, just awful. Puke on Imagine. Those. Just think about that. Think. Picture it in your mind. Me throwing something right up into your mouth and you choking it down. I saw birds work. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was close. All right, let's um, let's let's get to. But the, then I got I got to my Guinness. Let's get to this and then goddamn I, I, movie. I drank, let's get to this goddamn movie. Well, let's hey. see what you're doing. What are you hey, doing? I drank two more Keystones. I know you you dominated me. And then I me. took another one down. So you I, had, I, I exceeded. Me. I exceeded. You know what? But the thing All is right. that the thing that led your expedition was Keystone. The thing that led my expedition was Guinness. It's a but you're a Guinness man. I'm not a Guinness man. You're I know, but this is Guinness Everyone week. Everyone knows so this is a Keystone podcast. <laughs> this is all Keystone. That's so sure. I I should win because I drank more Keystone than you. Uh, 16 answers. Uh, he's slurping because he can't that be was, chugging. No, that that's was, all that was I got to say. More than <laughs> all right, so let's get into this movie. Go ahead. We're going below sixty this time because this movie is too awesome to. You're taking deba- up time. Debate about. You're taking up time. I have notes. What's your notes? Give me some about right, this so movie. I'll go first. About. I'll go first. First thing is immediately right off the bat when I because I hadn't seen this since you know first of all I hadn't seen this on DVD or VHS. I've I'd seen this seen about at least fifty times. We've gone back yeah, to the right. the. Movie. I'd only I'd only seen this on TV recently. I'd seen it on DVD or VHS or whatever it was. <laughs> nice. About a, you know you know a while ago, and but I hadn't seen it in a long time. A lot and funnier so, with some cuss words. It is, but I also didn't notice that Randy Newman did the music. That's the very true. Beginning. Very but he didn't beginning. do the music necessarily. He did the very he did the opening theme. Yeah. And so when the opening theme came on, I was like, 
is that Randy Newman? Well, and you're like, yeah, man, that's yeah, Randy that's Newman. Right. Dude, that's RN, baby, the registered that's nurse. That's the Randy, Randy Newman. So Randy. That, was, that was the first thing that hit me. And, and the so. funny thing is, not fast-forwarding, but when you get to the credits, Randy Newman's kind of like the sixth person mentioned. Like, oh, wait, we didn't know Randy Newman was going to end up getting nominated for every song he right. did for Disney coming up. Like, Well, you one. also think that, because there's a guy in the credits, or at least throughout the whole movie, that sounds, that's like a wannabe Yeah, Randy the guy Newman. at the end. It's like, And so you're like, that's Randy Newman too, huh? Wait. Uh, yeah. Is it? And you watch the credits and you see it's not. But, you know, Randy Newman's so much better. Brandy, Brand, Brandy Grumman is a great composer. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy Grumman is Brandy very good. Grumman. And, you know, he. I don't know what his history was before this movie, but... It was always this, accomplishing this sounded, just a little bit less. But you could, you, could tell, you could tell that this was like... You could hear the Randy Newman-ish-ness in it. Like, you could say, like, oh, this sounds kind of like... It could be in Toy Story. It could be in all those movies that he composed yeah. for. And it's like, you know, it's definitely, he's got his own style and his own, not only his voice, yeah, but his own. the beginning song you could you know, tell, yeah, was, you could tell uh, was a poignant moment in a Toy Story right. movie. But here I'll give my three minute review of this movie. First of all, it's, uh, in my opinion, it's the most hilarious baseball comedy. It's of pretty all time. fucking funny. It's funny. It's, it's funny. pretty the, fucking funny. The, the comedic timing is great. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the jokes. Well, albeit cliche, are Still pretty good. hilarious. Yeah, I mean, for eighty nine. Really. I mean, how many how many baseball comedies how sad, came out before? How sad there, is, maybe there were those kind of comedies. Look at it but, this way: that was twenty one twenty one years, years ago. ago. Wow, that's true. Twenty one years ago. That means I was three when this movie came out. It means I was seventeen. I am thirty eight <laughs> years old, right. Right. and I look like I'm six. But. uh... I'm not really 38 years. Old. You know, if you've seen this movie, you know that the the two the two uh, I guess the two themes that dominate this movie are, you know, zero to hero. That's the number one theme, and the second theme is, um, this this movie's all about montages. Sports movie montage is is what consumes. Mm-hmm. Like once you, I mean, once you get past the zero to hero part, you're like. Oh, you know, the owner wants to put together a team so that she can finish last, so mm-hmm. that she can cut everyone and move the team to another city. You're, but how do we show that we're better right, than you're that? Setting, you're setting them up for the ultimate zero. Mm-hmm. And so then you say, oh, well, well hero. let's sick in her face and let's make the playoffs. The yep. ultimate hero. I mean, I'll, I'm obviously you could win the World Series, but that'd be stupid. Um, that's Major League 2. That's Major League 2. But... But, you know, it's like the ultimate zero to hero. And then once you get past that entire setup mm-hmm. of, like, finding out that they're, you know, so underappreciated and they're going to achieve greatness in the face of adversity, you know, which is really a, a, a thin veil for the comedy that's in this movie. You you find the... I mean, you really, you really do find the humor and the, you know, everything else that's in this movie, like... Once, because because really, there's there's almost two parts of this movie. There's a, well, two, two Ideas, different. Yeah. There's there's like the zero to hero, which goes up until about when they start the season, mm. and then you get the season, and you get all the montages that I was talking about in that season. And the then montages at the end, are great. And then at the end, you get the zero to hero, you know, ending. But honestly, I this, love the this end of that movie. Yeah, I love the end good. of the movie. It's good. I think my favorite part about the end of the movie is they went from they kind of went a uh, you know. A little bit uh, before their time, and that they did the continuous cam. 
I love seeing Wesley Snipes slide into home to win the. I'm sorry yeah. if listeners haven't seen this movie, but it's Dude, Major League. We're not, yeah, it's 21 years ago. We're yeah, not ruining it's anything 20... for anyone. Just no spoiler alert. Raging Bull, someone punches someone. Yeah. Like, it's like. Just, um, there's no spoiler. So, anyway, when they win it, it's a good continuous camp. I always get a little, not choked up, but you know, you kind of get the little. Get a little bubble down at the bottom of that throat. You know, you're like, <clears throat> you know, you kind of got to gurgle a little mm-hmm. bit. You're like, oh, man, they won. You know, it's a good continuous cam at the end of this movie. Yeah. But that's a technical aspect. Let's talk about what Kevin brought up before and that we've talked about is that the comedic timing in this movie is wonderful. Yeah. It's okay. good. They're, u- they're using jokes that could be funny from 10 years before this movie to 10 years after right now. Yeah. It's a safe comedic thing. And something that I think is overrated, or not over, underrated, underrated, underrated yeah. <laughs> which is that, you know, a lot of movies go for in the time. Mm-hmm. You know, right now we got people saying like, you go through things that are like, oh man, that's so funny right now, but it doesn't exactly hold the testament of time. Right. Yeah, it's when not going to be funny 10 years from now. It's not going to be funny. But when you go for a more neutral joke, so to say, is that think of it like a, a histogram. You go up or down, right? Right. You're going to have 10 years up and 10 years down. You're giving yeah. yourself a 20-year range. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you aren't going for gold. You're going for, you know, almost bronze. Yeah. But in both ways. And I think well, that's... I think, well, I think the yeah. difference is that it's, a, it's, it's funny because... It's in you know the joke is funny rather than yeah. it being it being like an SNL joke. Yeah, exactly. It's just timely. Exactly. It's, it's, it's yes, funny, it's not, not timely. timely. It's not timely. But I think that right there is a is a, a microcosm of comedy. Now you don't see a lot of sure. timely jokes. You see a lot of jokes that are funny to the people that are seeing it at the time, but aren't gonna quite get it like. Say Britney Spears jokes, you know, yeah. like yeah, or Obama jokes, yeah, or Obama jokes, yeah. or you know, something that's right now, and it's gonna pay ultimate dividends at the current time, yeah, but it's not gonna last the test of time, and I don't personally think anyone's better than the other. Now, longevity can be argued being better than, you know, being popular at the time, right? But right, I agree. But you know what? I can't yeah. say. It. Personally, this... personally, I would rather be. I'd rather longevity would be more important to me. Yeah, being funny no, over sure. a span of time, for but sure. being more funny at a certain time may be more important to other people. Yeah. Well, it's and, it's easy. I think it's easier to be timely, because you have half the joke. Yeah. Presented yeah. for you, so all you got to do is make the punchline, because like you know. Obama and healthcare, like you can make oh, healthcare be, yeah, jokes, yeah, but yeah. it's it's not going to be funny unless there's a healthcare. Yeah, so, so it's not timely. Be funny and and twenty one right. years but from the now, jokes, it's not I mean the be jokes funny, that are just timely. It's right now. it's funny, and I think this movie does and a good job. Reap more rewards right, right now. I think this movie is just funny. People call them rewards, but I call them rewards. Right. Rewards. Right. I think this movie is just funny because it's funny, and it's. Yeah. I mean, as as cliche as the jokes are, and as as you know, as maybe. I don't know, over they're they're probably not overdone, but you know as 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 expected yeah. as the jokes are, they're that's still good. good. They still hit, and they're still good. And yeah, eighty nine, baby. Yeah, 89. I think that's hilarious. And then so so my two my two points were that the humor works, and the montages are epic. The montages are epic. At the time of montages, this almost took the king of montages because 
it needed a montage. All sports movies need a montage. Yeah. And, and every Especially movie baseball that's 162 games. You yeah. need a montage. Yep. And so this movie did it. And did a good job. Did a good job. Yeah. So my only other points. Um, I'm going to leave oh, this I point. See. I'm going to leave that point that to point. you. Uh, I'm going to leave that point to you. But I'm no, gonna say, no, no, no. Leave it, leave it to you because I didn't write that down. Okay. I'm going to say number one point. Bob Euchre as the uh, mm-hmm. as the as a fucking play by play guy sipping Jack Daniels all like pouring Jack Daniels into his cup every single scene that he's in hilarious and this he's bro- got he's got the best one liners in the movie. This broadcast has been brought brought to you by uh, uh, who gives a shit? No one's listening. Yeah, like, it's right. just like yeah, he's just got the best one liners and it's you know he, well. I uh, sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, I yeah. love this movie, and so I'm gonna nerd out on this. But like at the beginning, when uh, Willie Mays Hayes takes a half swing at a ball coming, mm-hmm. to yeah. hot shot down to second, and he just beats out the throw. He's like, "Oh man, we gotta really <laughs> give credit to the second baseman. Yeah. He's you know he's got a wife and kids on the line for that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's just a fucking little fucking little nuber going down the line. <laughs> he's just yeah, like, it's so good." It's, uh, so, it's, it's, it's what happens the whole time. He's just like, oh my gosh. Bob Euchre in this is like Arlie Ermey is in, in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he's the he's the old he's the old spice. If only had more Look at me. Old now spice. at your man. Now back at me. I have diamonds in my hand. I'm on a horse. <laughs> I'm on a horse. <laughs> uh, second thing I wanted to say was that, uh, well, this I'm gonna leave to you. But the other thing was that the the janitor from. Uh, from Scrubs was in this, and the so so not only the janitor from I mean I mean I, I assume that he had no career before that yes and so this was something he was just in but it's funny to see people that you realize you recognize from stuff now and you're like they should be they should be famous mm-hmm. back then but they're really not because they hadn't hit it. Um, next was the mullet guy. The mullet and, guy, dude. That. Ryan pointed out when we were watching the movie is that there was a scene. He had first, red hair too. The first, yeah, the first guy. locker room scene. It wasn't even. It was. It was. It was a mullet. Like it was. I think it was groomed for the movie. It, well, dude, like it was there was not, a brush brought into yeah, that mullet yeah, for sure. Was. It wasn't it was a natural mullet. It, it was wasn't, a combed mullet. Yeah, it was definitely a comb mullet. Comb and back. So, yeah, comb back. And so he he comb walked back. in. There was Do one the scene. Aware. Right. There was one scene where. Uh, I think Willie Mays Hayes is coming in the locker room. Is that what it was? No, Who it's Corbin it? Burnson making yeah. fun of Charlie Sheena's veg right. head. Right, wild, wild things coming in the locker room, and it cuts to Corbin Burnson, and he starts making fun of Charlie Sheen. And there's this... Back and forth. You there's know. this mullet. But there's this mullet guy walking up. And so then it cuts to Charlie Sheen, and Charlie Sheen pauses. For a good two seconds and good says... Good comeback, good comeback. But he right. gives a good comeback. He gives a good comeback, you know... He says something, and then it cuts back to Corbin Burnson. It's as if that first scene happens again because that mullet guy starts yeah, he's walking right the same way. The same way. It's an editing error, but, oh, it's the greatest well, the editing best error because thing that is mullet that comes right back. Besides the editing error of this red-headed mullet guy walking in twice is that this mullet guy must have given a lot to the movie because you start figuring out throughout the movie 
This oh, man, he could be in this everywhere. He's, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. Every yeah. locker room speech. He must have been someone's the son. Mullet, yeah. Or somebody's. He he's in the like background. He's producer. And the or? best is when the, the manager gives like the, oh man, we got to win it for the people that don't give a shit about it. You know, like kind of thing is that the mullet guy's in the background the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Yes. He's the greatest Pete and Pete interpreter ever. Ooh. He's always Ooh. there. Ooh. Ooh. Good one. But he's he always no, right. He he's um, a redheaded stepchild of information. Yes. He, he he's always willing to accept it. Yes. Until the end. Last last point we're gonna make. I like points. Is that I want to know how much money Miller Lite spent to sponsor this movie, because there's Miller Lite shit everywhere. And the one thing I want to say is not only did it make a, a giant appearance, like everyone drank it, it was all over the stadium, but. Their slogan on the billboard in this movie was "Great taste, less filling." I thought that was one, I thought that was new in ninety yeah, nine yeah, or two thousand and six. Yeah, it was yeah. literally on that, those, those the, commercials the, where the you know the those two chicks were like wrestling yeah, were girls in a not were girls not hot enough in eighty nine to start Clearly running not. that shit? You you saw this movie, Renee Russo. The Renee Sorry, Russo Renee. can can go. Mrs. Dorn brought it more than you did. Really. Yeah, Mrs. Dorn. Talk about the most un, un- unresolved or attractive lady. Well, unresolved, unresolved, unresolved plot points. Oh, you slept with the guy's wife. I don't give a shit. We won. Ah, Winning beats everything. They, they get in the playoffs. He punches them and then they hug. The best part is, like I said before, I I told everyone that was there. That the edited version, which actually most of the people had seen, yeah, most, the, most everyone had seen the edited and not. Well, there's this part where the Roger, one of the main characters, realizes that the other main character slept with his wife unknowingly, and they thought they'd be pissed, and they come to face to face, and he's like, "Strike this motherfucker out!" You know, it's for the wind, blah blah blah. Edited goes, "Strike this mut." A lot of lips moving, just so you know, <laughs> jerk out, and it's. <laughs> It's hilarious. Let's be honest. It's they say motherfucker hilarious. on their lips, but almost the as words funny. Say almost as funny as the usual suspects. You know, we said before. You know. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> Give us um, fairy godmother. Right. Yeah. So freaking fairy godmother. It's freaking fairy godmother. <laughs> right. Um. So that was our basic take of that movie, which everyone's seen. I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. what your what your review out of ten is. Oh, we're going out of ten, huh? That's our we we started it last episode. Got to give a rating to every be, movie. It can only be point fives, right? Yep, seven point five. I'll give it seven point five out of ten, only because I love this movie so so much. And we're getting back to my favorite part of critical drinking, which is watching movies that Ryan loves. That's true. And uh, <laughs> I'll give it seven point five, not an eight. I'd give this a seven point eight. If I could go, if I could no, deviate, and I'm not going to round up because I don't think this is an 8. I think it's more 7.5 than 8. Love this movie. I love Ricky Vaughn, which we haven't even talked about. Charlie Sheen, good veg head. Give it to me, Kev. <laughs> good veg head. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a 6.5. Give it. That's, that's pretty good. That's I'm, pretty good. Yeah. No, that's For good. A, ba- an, a late 80s baseball drama? Very late 80s, 89. <laughs> it's uh, the latest base- of the 80s. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a baseball drama. Per se, I'd call it baseball comedy. I meant comedy. Yeah. But C and D, they're close to you. I think that the movie, and and the 6.5, it's a lovable 6.5. It's not not a 6.5 in the sense that this is a D. 
Yeah. It's a 6.5 in the fact that it's not a 10. It's, it's, it, it it's try, a 6.5. It, it, it tried a little harder than shitty movies. Yeah. No, it's a 6.5. This, uh, this particular 6.5 means it is worth watching. It is so much. Yeah. It's so worth watching. But Especially unedited. There's yeah. a lot of good jokes that it's, it's, include fuck. Yeah, you it's know? funny. It's, you know, you'll have a good time if you want to just, you know, but sit down and watch it. it at the end, but, it's a sports, it's a, it's yeah, a late it's, 80s yeah. sports it's movie. It's a late 80s sports movie. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean. So, in, at the end, you know, it gets a It's a late 80s movie. sports movie. I right. mean, that should be the only, right. that should be said. Exactly. Um, All right, so well, first, I have a few. We're keeping this. Or, I have a few programming notes. I like programs. Number one is... Uh, we haven't heard nearly enough comments on Facebook. That's true. Just go on Facebook, Critical Drinking, search it. Uh, you know, subscribe to us, become a fan. We would love that. Uh, Twitter.com slash Critical Drinking without the G. No G's, maybe. No G. That's not a racist because joke. If you're Twitter black, wouldn't fit you it. Can, uh, um, we also times. have set up, and this is this is for very, very... Dedicated, right? Dedicated. But we're just going to let you know right now, and we won't mention it for a while, probably, that we have a voicemail set up. If you want to leave voice messages that we can actually play on the podcast, um, the number is five zero nine. Yeah, and I'll say it. the The number is five zero nine four three drink. And so, if you want to call us, you can leave us a message, and we can play it on the air. If we, you know, we don't have to play it on the air. We can just answer it on the air, but. If it's well, good, we're gonna play it technically, on it should be easier to ask a question on voicemail than yeah. it is to type. True, true. But a lot of people, I mean, including me, is a non-voicemail person. So, but you should leave your you should but leave it's your there question. If you yeah, want. it's there if you want. It's there if you want. And I think that you should leave a a question. Yeah, and it's it's there if you want. It's there's an easy link on uh, criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com, mm-hmm. our our blog site. Um, there's an easy link on the sidebar. Just click it, type in your number. Yeah. Google, you know, it'll call you, and then you it'll connect it immediately to us. Well, and I kind of feel we're not maxing out, but I feel like we're kind of at the peak of our mountain right now. Let us know if you're listening to us, because right now we kind of yeah. got an idea that of who's listening to us, and we got that kind of, you know, like, shock at the beginning. Like, oh, we got 30 people listening. This is so awesome. Right, yeah. But, you know, when you have two to three episodes of people listening to you, you know, you want to improve. So let us know. And we know that there's more people listening to us. But let us know that you are. I mean, it's just kind of a, it's a re-establishing kind of thing that would really help us. It's a community. It is. It's a community. We may both be cocky, but we know it helps us every once in a while. I get while. it. You know? I get it. I Cock get it. is the main word in cocky. cocky, Kevin. I get it. Yep, I get it. It's a main word. But let us know, because we appreciate it, and we appreciate anyone that follows us. So For sure. Let us know. For sure. So, we're going to move on now, at unprecedented time, to our top five. Top five favorite. Top five favorite. Not best. Not best. Favorite best, baseball movies. Best kind of sucks. I mean, best is good because you kind of got to like, throw away your personal ideas and go, well, it's probably best. Movie. Well, best is okay if there's a, a if there, if it's, it's what we like. Yeah. But in this kind of movie, in this kind of. It's favorite baseball movies. In baseball, in baseball movies, it's definitely subjective, I think. Mm-hmm. Like not, there's, there's no, there's no definitive list. You know, there's, it's all what you like best. And so we're going to, we haven't, uh, as, as every week. Yeah. We haven't seen each other's lists. We haven't talked about each other's lists. We, we came together last list. It was good. 
Yeah. And so we're just going to you know, start firing off, so I'm going to give you the number Ooh, five. Number five. A movie starring... Um, what is that? He's an American... Uh, guy's an American pie. Guy's an American Dude, pie one, too. name's like Tom and, Thomas Ian... Nicholas. Yeah, Thomas. No, no, that's the guy that played Finch. Thomas Ian Nicholas played Finch, not the guy that played Kevin. Kevin, a douchebag in American Pie, <laughs> a douchebag in real life. Kevin, I'm not talking about you. I'm just kidding. His name is, I think, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Are you talking about Rookie of the Year? Is it? I think it's Thomas Ian Nicholas or something like that. It's three first names. It, well, that whole thing had Jason Biggs. Levin. No, not really. But it's three um, first names. It is three. It. I think Thomas Ian, Ian Nicholas, Nicholas maybe right. I think the other guy that played Finch wasn't Thomas Ian Nicholas. Right. So when I was making fun of you, I didn't mean that. You you did, and it hurt, but I'll get over it. I I'll did. I it. did mean it. You didn't give me enough oxygen to breathe, so... Let me hear you breathe. Um, <laughs> okay, go with your number five. Number five is Rookie of the Year, starring so-called... Oh, his name is Kevin in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, American maybe. Pie, with uh, Tara Reid and the one girl with curly hair that was going to make a great career, except she couldn't, she, she couldn't go beyond smoker uh, teens. Mm. Uh, uh, Kevin. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. That sounds Wait, hot. I gotta find the orgasm? Oh, uh, yeah. So. That sounds hot. Rookie of the Year is my favorite because of the best line out of any of these movies. <laughs> but. Give it fucking. Just roll. The, the guy breaks his arm and they fix it. And apparently it makes tendons 300 times Just believe tighter. it. Just believe it. Just rolls it back, goes it. Ford hits it off your face. Oh my god, funky boatloving. Did he just, just say, say funky, funky boatloving? <laughs> that is the best movie. That funky boatloving. Who responds with pain by funky butt love it is what is said. But it was really meant to be funky butt love it. I, I raise my hand because I respond like that. <laughs> the pain. Funky butt loving. Butt loving. <laughs> I mean, wait. What? Ah, my elbow hurts. Funky butt love it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tell me, like... Other than that, tell me why you like that movie. Because Howard Stern's in it. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Daniel Stern's in it. I love Daniel Stern. He was in Home Alone 1 and 2. And he's a voice for the Wonder Years. I love that. And let's be honest. Fucking uh, Crazy McCrazy Face is in it. Gary Busey. And he's like the rocket. He's like the rocket is in this, and oh, man, there's hilarious hot, shit in this movie. Stinking cheddar. Yeah, the hot stinking Rowan Gardner. Rowan Sid- Gardner. Yeah. Sydney Poitier's. He couldn't uh, have had a better name than Rowan Gardner. Sydney Poitier's long lost brother that does everything <laughs> just like him. I can guarantee you, everyone thinks that's Sydney Poitier. I'm sorry, you won an Oscar for something awesome, like in the heat of the night. Sorry, you're you're in. You're sorry, you're your twin that does everything just as good as you without winning awards is in every other movie ever. Right. I've seen this movie at least twice. Give me your five, Kevin. Give me right. your five and tell me that's better than Rookie of the Year. It's not better because Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year might show up. Rookie later on my of list. the Mirror? Rookie of the Mirror might not he show up. He looked at the mirror but and realized he was ready for the major leagues? That's true. 
But Rookie of the Year might show up later on my list. But... No, no it wouldn't. It might. It may. You don't know that. You have it not may. seen my list? It may. You have not seen my list? My number five is The Rookie. Oh! Starring, uh, you know, the guy that uh, plays movies where he's... D. Quaid. D. Q. Dennis Quaid. He's disqualified unless he's in um, a Dennis Quaid movie. So here's, here's, here's the way my top five is going to work tonight. I made it short, but I made it a best of list in the in a different sense than you know bet, normal best of list. I made it so my top five. I have my top five listed, and then I have each movie that I have in my top five. I'm gonna say it's best of this. Ah, so you're saying this? So it's a, gonna be short. It's gonna be short, but are you? But I'm gonna, are I'm you gonna have like it's a sentence a, to sum it up. But I mean, is it gonna be a best of your top five favorite list, or is it a best of what? This I'll movie is you, about. I'll give you my top five. I'll give. I'll give you number five. Here's 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 my give number, me five. number five. The one sentence. It may be the, for the is rookie. It the rookie for the rookie. Here it is. Best G-rated baseball movie ever. And that may be saying that may be a dumb comment because that may actually be the only G-rated movie ever. But I think first of all, it's a true story, mm-hmm. which in itself is you know gives the movie a lot of credit. And then, second of all, the honesty that Dennis Quaid brings to the role, mm-hmm. and the way that Dennis Quaid actually sells the role, makes this my number five. Because Dennis Quaid, he's he's the best Quaid ever. I'm gonna say <laughs> he's the best Quaid ever. He Name really a better Quaid. Randy, false. He may he may shove some shit up some aliens' asses in Independence Day, but he's not the best Quaid. I'm back. The only problem I have with that is the, the the longevity of the role. Like, it's it's based on a true story. Dennis it's Quaid. based on a true story of a person that was good for like two games. Doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. It's just, it's a I know it's a, it doesn't it's matter. It's a rags to riches story. It's a rags to riches story that actually came true. It is a rags to riches story, but and, still, and what what better venue than baseball to have a rags to riches story? But what worse venue in baseball than the Tampa Bay Devil Rays? I mean, it's kind of like an <laughs> okay. ultimate. Well, like the best venue. Uh, this is the best story I've ever heard, but it's on the worst team in the league. This is the bet. Ah, man, uh, Hollywood, go ahead and take this one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. I'm just gonna say that the rookie is not gonna show up on your top five. It's not. I'm gonna, gonna assume show it's not gonna show up. But top I'm gonna five. move to my number four. Go to it. My number four, the namesake, the episode, Major League. I think Major League for all the reasons I said. I think it's the best baseball comedy. It's think, pretty fucking good. I think it's 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 really. I mean, in all honesty, it's really funny, and I. Like I said earlier, I dig the montages. Dude, I dig the montages. I was so that's say, my number four. I was gonna say, well, I was going to say know. earlier is that montages make sports movies. Like, No, it's true, but they have so many yeah. and such good ones that yeah, I think mo- that Major well, League montages, comedy. Montages make sports movies that are trying to show improvement. Right. Now, let's say it's someone struggling with improvement or someone in their decline. They aren't. Well, you could show a montage in decline, but it's not that popular. Right. But with improvement, montages work. Yeah. Oh, they do. And Major League works the montage. To the T. Number four, you. Go. My number four is maybe one of the more quoted movies I've done. Uh Uh-oh. I love this movie. 
Little Big League. <sighs> I love Little Big League. It's about this. The most hilarious part is about Mr. Mr. Duncan. Oh, it wasn't Mr. Duncan. This guy that looks a lot like Mr. Duncan in Home Alone too. He might be the same actor. No, it's not the same actor, but they look no. a lot like because they're old and they have like mm-hmm. white hair. And right. uh, <laughs> it's not Mr. Duncan at all. No, it's not. not. You're bad. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But he leaves. I watched Home Alone every single Christmas. I watch it at least every single season. Fine. You win. But it just sucks. I mean, it's it, it's hilarious until you get to Christmas slash fall. And you you watch Home Alone. And I miss fall right now. Fall's my favorite season. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you off that topic. I'm sorry. Uh, I love fall slash winter. Little Big League. Little Big League. What do you got? <sighs> Little it's Big League. It's a story league. of... of uh... oh, this guy that gets... Uh, you know, he's, he's managing the twins. And he's, you know... Uh, Balancing managing the twins in his friendship, which is the worst part of the story. Who cares about his friends? He's the fucking general manager of the twins. But uh, it's a good story. The best part about Little Big League is that uh, this this combines with Rookie of the Year, which was my five, is the combination of real baseball players I got. I've always complained, after playing baseball most of my life, is that you'll see actors who obviously have never played baseball. See, their throwing motion, their hitting motion, like... Right. There's just right. kind of this, you know, all right, that guy didn't play. Rookie of the Year involved a lot of major league players, like Barry Bonds struck out against, you yep. know, Rowan King Griffey. Uh, yeah, King Griffey did too. Well, Little Big League brought a lot of players on to actually play small roles. Yep. Which was good, and then... They brought in Randy Johnson and King Griffey oh, Jr. Dude, Randy Johnson, that was awesome. And King Griffey to to the win the game. I mean, they brought in good players. Yeah. To kind of you know even it out. It was nice to see that. Oh, even sure. though some main characters like uh, oh, what's his name Busfield Timothy Busfield. Yeah. You know Lou, Lou. What happened to Lou Rollins or whatever his name? Lou Rollins is a real player. I apologize <laughs> to him. But um. The you Lou. apologize to Lou Rollins. Sorry, Lou, because you're listening. <laughs> Sorry that you had to be disrespected but he so wasn't, slightly. He wasn't, he wasn't disrespected in the movie, but you know, it was you like, didn't disrespect him. But in the movie, Timothy Busfield like can't hit because you know a homeboy, twelve year old man is like, "You're fucking my mom," and like gets pissed. That's true. And That's what sits, it says. Yeah, and sits, sit because you get one, you get. Two F words before your R, yeah. so they can say anything. Right. <laughs> You're fucking my dog, you know, like <laughs> they, in Shiloh. They could say that, that was the most famous scene of Shiloh. Yeah, You're fucking my dog, you fucking ass. I That's think they two said F that, words. I think they said that exact thing in mm-hmm. Air Bud too. Mm-hmm. Air Bud. Air Bud. I think they said. Why that. you leave me it was on PG, this? PG, <laughs> but they said that. Why you leave me on this fucking island, you fucking scrub? Yeah. That's what fucking it is. Air Bud, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. We should review our butt sometime. That movie's full of plot holes that we both. <laughs> and there's someone named Michael Jeter in it. I know he died after, but your last name's Jeter, which means you're connected to Derek. He was the awful clown which guy. Mean, yeah. 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 So rest in peace. Come on. Yeah. Rest be, in rest in clown peace. Be nice about that. Don't don't trot in his grave. You. Dick All right. Head. Wait a minute. So you I'm just. I gave my number four. We're just going straight to number three. This <laughs> is over. We have to go to number three. Where is it gonna go? I don't number know. four. One of the best movies ever. With an all-star class. It's actually number three movie. Cast. Ever for you. <laughs> uh, 
A league of their own. I knew you were gonna have this. Starring Tom Hanks, I knew you were gonna have Gina this Davis, and the girl in Tank Girl. Don't forget uh, Madonna. And Rosie O'Donnell and uh, Turner Hooch. Hooch. Fuck them all. I give love your, this movie. Give me your I, shit I, I love review. This I don't I agree with this, this at this all. This is so good. I love this movie. I love this movie. I love There's No Crying in Baseball. And I love every one of the part best, of it. That's one of the best lines in, a baseball in movies. Movie, in but a movie. this movie sucks. You don't like this movie? I don't at all. I've seen this movie like five times. I don't like it at all. What don't you like about it? Uh... Who's the main character? Gina, what's Gina her name? Davis. She's from Oregon in the movie. To be honest, I think, first of all, the one thing that turns me off is Gina Davis makes me angry for some reason. They're just those people that I don't like. Gina Davis is one of them. I don't think Gina Davis can act. John Lovitz is in this movie, Kevin. I don't think Gina Davis can act, and I know what John Lovitz does, and I know what Tom Hanks does, and I think Tom Hanks is really good in this, but Tom Hanks has his own role. He doesn't have to work. He doesn't have to bounce off of any player. John... No, 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 he doesn't have to bounce off anyone. Tom Hanks can just do what he does, regardless of who's acting beside him. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks takes a piss in this movie. I think I can challenge. He pisses for like forty straight seconds. I, I want you to prove that. I can't do it right now because I always let's, said that. This let's time. Hold on. Okay, so let's let's time. Let's. Uh, do you have I don't to take. I don't gotta take a piss right now. Let's wrap. I will, let's I will say. Let's, no, I want to make a promise right now. Next critical drinking, I'm gonna hold my fucking drinks the whole time, and I'm gonna try to beat one, two things. Okay. I'm gonna try to beat Tom Hanks okay. in a league of their own, but first we gotta record Tom Hanks in a league of their own. Okay. So no. So what here's it what is. we're gonna do. We're gonna rent league of their own. We're gonna get it to the piss you, scene. You could rent, but then you'd have two because I own. Okay, we're gonna take your owned version, mm-hmm. which I despise. Fuck that. That's a good fucking movie. All right, listen. All right. Good fucking movie. Ryan, you got something on your tit. So we're going to... Excuse me. We're going to take that. We're going to check the Tom Hanks scene. We're going to time the Tom Hanks scene. And then you're going to hold your drinks in. Because it's going to be a lot of drinks. Because next time I want to make you drink about eight Keystone Lights. Don't worry about it, man. I'm drinking the Guinnesses. And then somehow we're going to figure out where you... And I record, and I, I don't see the, but you, p- p- so we're going to figure out if you can beat it. Well, we, we you said you could beat it. I could beat it, but let's how long, be honest. Give me, give me an estimate on how long you think Tom Hanks is, is in that movie. Minute and a half? Less? Mm, I'd, say, I'd say, a I'd minute? say right around a minute. A minute? You think you beat a minute? You know yeah, how? Given to me right, I think it could. A minute. An enti- 60 seconds of peeing. No way. I'd take the under. I, I, my, my dad Should gave, we make a wager? My dad gave me steel bladders. Should we make a wager on like time right now? Mm-hmm. I'll give you 50 seconds. I'll go under. All right, I'll, over take on that? A, I'll take the over because I shake. think it match. All right. That's a, shake. A, That's a shake. shake. That's a shake on a non-peed on hand right there. All right. 50 seconds. So I got 50 and a half. I don't give a shit. Give me your fucking you third. A, give me your third one. You got one. 50 and a half and over. All right. Fucking rookie. For my number, number three, five. I cheated. All right, I cheated. I'm going to say it. I tied for my number three. And one of them was mentioned on yours, and the other one was mentioned on yours. <laughs> uh, number three, I tied Rookie of the Year in Little Big League. They're the same movie. Let's they're, be honest. Yeah, they're, they're now, they took the two movie. of my list, but they're the same movie. They're the same movie. And Little so, kids can do amazing my, things. My short, right. My short and sweet. 
is that this is, well, like I said, I'm going to do a best of, you know, every movie's going to have a best. This is the best movie that does this. Um, I think Rookie of the Year slash Little Big League, and I think both of these do the same job. I think they're the best depiction of what all baseball fans fantasize about as kids. Yeah. I think every baseball fan that's a kid wants to either play in the majors or, or the they want to own a franchise. Yeah. yeah, they want to own a franchise. So that's my number three. Well, the best part about those is that both movies have the exact same plot points of there's a kid that's really good at what he does. Right. One becomes a manager, one becomes an all-star pitcher. Yeah. And his two friends are his friends and try to include him in normal day life. Yeah. Then they end up disowning him. And both of those disowning end up in boats. It's really weird. Yeah. That is weird, actually. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, the best part is that in Rookie of the Year, the girl that likes the main character is Lily Sobieski. That's true. Who was a very popular girl for about two months after the glass house and eyes wide shut. And then she's like, fuck that shit. I'm done being a sex symbol. I'm going to go, you know, sit in the corner and suck my nothing. Right. And, yeah, let's get to it. My number two. Give me my number two whoa, whoa, is... Whoa, whoa, I need mine. Whoa. No, I went, I went my number three. We're yeah, number give me two. your number two, bitch. My number two, the incomparable The Sandlot. Mm, Sandlot's my number two. Um, I think it's the best, as I said, in my short and sweet manner. Uh, It's the best at capturing the the innocence of the game. And as much as the the kids weren't innocent, the game, it was an innocent game to them. And they, they found that their reprieve from all of normal life. They found that that's where they went. To just be be normal and well, be I kids. think I think the point. Oh, go ahead. And I think that 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 is it, the Sandlot is the number one movie that teaches us why we play the game as kids. I think that show well not not teaches us but it shows us and it reminds us of why we play the game as kids. I think it's the irreverence of playing the game and the camaraderie of baseball. I think that it's just it, it explains the whole the the happy feeling you get inside w- with baseball. And I think you bring up a very valid point of America's pastime. Mm-hmm. Is that, let's be honest, baseball is America's pastime, so to say. Yeah. But it's not, by the way, of your numbers. And, you know, it's the it's it's right around with basketball. I mean, basketball's yeah. a little hit, but it's right around there as the most popular sport. Right. Second most popular sport after football. But... Baseball is and has been America's pastime. And yep. I think it's there's kind of a way of relation that I feel like almost every American could feel like they could be a baseball player. Yes. Because of Babe Ruth. Well and Babe Honestly Ruth. because of Babe Ruth. And because of the because of the way the, the that it started. Because of the way that it's just well, I normal think the people. Way, well, I think the way it started, but I mean, you're looking at the people that succeed. There's so many people that succeed that don't look like people that should succeed. I'll use, I'll use Manny Ramirez. Well, but he's still, he's still like he's a big dude. Yeah, and I hate he's a Manny big Ramirez. Dude. I'm going to use someone. I Everyone hate does. Boston, and I hate this player. Even though, let's be honest, if 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 I became a pro player, I would be this player. Yeah, Dustin Pedroia. He's he's five <laughs> yeah. eight. Nice. He's you five eight. You are him. 
Yeah, he's 5'8". He plays second base. He went to Arizona oh, State, which I almost went to. You were going to be catcher. Yeah, well, I w- uh, if I went past high school, I would have been a second baseman. But my Sorry. catcher... So you were exactly Dustin Pedroia. But my uh, coach needed a catcher, and I was the only one that could play. But, um, so past that, all right, he won MVP, Most Valuable Player in uh, the Pac-10. PlayStation as, as a five so. eight. Yeah, well, that's true. PlayStation <laughs> didn't say that. 5'8", second baseman, won Pac-10 player of all the year. You know, he goes to AL, and all he does is hit. he hits fastballs. Let's be honest. He, he hits mistakes. He hits fastballs, and he hits mistakes. The guy's not going to hit a slider on the, you know... Lower half of the plate. Yeah, lower half of the plate going out of the strike zone. Right. But he doesn't... He's not overconfident. He doesn't pull everything. He hits it where the ball's pitched. You know, he has number hits to, you know, right field and all that shit. He wins MVP for the whole American League. And uh, I don't even know what my point is. I'm just getting pissed right now because I think that's bullshit. I made mean, my point about the Sandlot and irreverence and yeah, well, the, uh, the the idea of an every an every man person could be could yeah. be successful in the sport, yeah. which even though it may true, not, which but... well, it's not true. But at the end, it makes this actually America's pastime. It's yeah. been here the whole time, right? And it can still make anyone that's sitting there watching this game think that they could do it. That's yeah. why it makes America's pastime. Yeah. So that's your number two, your right? Number two now. My number two is a movie that we watched recently. It's called Major League. <laughs> Go for I it. I love this movie. The reason I love this movie is it makes me laugh my ass off. Yes. Um, I've always loved this movie. I think that it's, I think it's hilarious, and it has a lot of baseball jokes in it. And it has a lot of, I don't know. These players can somewhat play baseball, which is. It looks always, like they can play. Yeah, at least. they can play. It looks. Besides yeah. some some sweet editing Besides where number eight yeah. runs for. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Best scene. Number ever. twenty-four hits. Number eight runs yeah, to first, yeah. and then number twenty-four leads off. Yeah. But I find this movie. I don't know. It's kind of the. It's a movie that that not touches me, but. It kind of it kind of hits me. Sexually. I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. I love this movie. I always love this movie. I've been a big proponent of it. Um, one we, we picked another one you loved. It's it's, it's our fault. It's my loved. fault. But you know I wanna, I'm going to say this point before we start getting Kay. deep. We got ten minutes left. Okay. But I'm going to say this point is that I think <laughs> that, that is a great <laughs> point. That is a great point. Oh, let me drink this. All right, because. You just made a great point, and that might be the point of the entire series. We've had this is our ninth episode. That might have been the best point ever. The, is I'm that, just gonna. Say I can that. always say that I think my favorite, not my favorite movies, but movies that not exactly hit me the most, but movies that I think that are awesome. Yeah. Are late '80s or mid mid '80s. Early nineties movies. Yeah. And you know, after watching the Academy Awards, I can look at John Hughes, but they they capture something that is that ha- they capture something that hasn't been captured since. Yeah. You, like I this, think so too. I like this like moments like I don't even know moments of hopelessness, moments mo- even... moments m- moments of being lost. Like I want, I I've seen Teen Wolf so many times because it's on HBO, but there's a scene where Boof 
I th- is that her name? Boof, Boof's other girl. Couldn't Who gives a shit? You don't give a shit. And so no anyway, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But Boof, like, and there's a scene where they talk on the street and like, like the cheesy music playing, and there's this whole kind of idea of, of the the late '80s being of unknowing what's coming up, and like yeah. feeling like you're maxed out. Like yep. this is everything that's going on. There's a lot of. There's a lot of movies Ig- that were ignorance. about, about ignorance. angst, yeah, and about about you know, f- you know, just not finding... not known in right. like and everything. I mean, John Hughes was one that made the best, and I think I'm honestly gonna say Home Alone, and Home Alone Two, greatest ever. And they're so good, greatest and like, ever. but he my made, brother and I watch them every single Christmas. But, oh, you got but it. movies like Ferris movies, Bueller's Day Off, like you yeah, look at movies the like that, Sixteen Candles, movies like that, movies Breakfast Club, Pink, they're Breakfast they're Club. they're incredible. They're unmatched in how they capture that that but the whole eighties kind of year. That whole eighties idea, even it, people though. that copied it, was the idea of. No, I think it's. I think you're right. I think it's him. Yeah. That he's he because because honestly, you just mentioned all the ones Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, he, what are the other ones? Uh, what, what was I thinking about? Pretty in Pink. Yeah, all the ones... Teen I Wolf mean, wasn't associated with right, them. But, but, but I love me all some those Teen things, Wolf. I mean, they, they were all about kind of angst and, and and becoming... Yeah. Like, it was almost about becoming in every... Like, there have been a lot of movies since that. And in that era that, that tried to capitalize on the whole... Where they thought, this is this is really successful. Well, this is so... I mean, I don't he, know. The, he, he made movies that were about the truth, and they made movies that were trying to make money. Yeah, it's, it's true. It, like, it didn't really hit me until I watched, literally, five days ago, War Games. Yeah. Built by, or I don't even know who said War Games, who made War Games. But it started Matthew Broderick, right. and the chick in uh, Breakfast Club. The chick that was like, my parents, who's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna you know, the, the, the emo, the emo like, fuck. Right. And, like, it was such a good movie. And it got such great reviews, but it's such a different thing. And, I don't know, the 80s was, like, this idea of you're coming over horizon. You're coming over horizon, but you don't know how to deal with it. I feel like this, there's a, there's a huge overconfidence that has come in the 90s and now. Is that I, I can deal with anything. And, I, and one thing that I think is so refreshing and so literal and so exact how anyone would feel is that you're coming over a time of of everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. Everyone knows what's going on except you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a great it's kind of it's a great thing that I wish we could do. But we're gonna move on to my number one. Number one is Kevin's top five list, but I stopped paying my attention two. a long time ago. My number two. Uh, the Sandlot, I love it. Always have loved it. Uh, it. It brings a lot into what I've been discussing in the last ten minutes. The innocence of the game, as you've said. It honestly, in my opinion, it displays why, why children play the game. Yeah. Because it's just the camaraderie. But the in, like the... the it is the game at almost, the time, though. It was, the, it was actually the national it, yeah, pastime at the time. But it's almost indirect. Like, you indirectly make friends with people because yeah. you play this. It's like indirect, and then you become great friends. And like the Sandlot proves, 
you become really great friends, but indirectly because you all like baseball. Yeah, I think so. Your well, common bond is baseball, and you all go through that. I think that's wonderful. I mean, you love every character in this movie, and yeah. uh, you can just relate. Being yeah. on a, a being on a specifically because this movie takes place in summer. Being on on a summer baseball team where things are a little looser, like you kind of get those people coming in. Yeah. You get people that usually. You get people that wouldn't be on the top team on your team, and they kind of mix together, and it's kind right. of a, a great combination. It's true. So give me your number one. My number okay. one um, hasn't That's been mentioned good. tonight, and this might come out of left field, no pun intended, Field of Dreams. Uh, yeah, Honestly, well, this I is mean, my it's, this it's is a, personally it's... my favorite movie because it. every time I see it on TV, mm-hmm. I'll stop and I'll watch it because... I, I personally don't have that great of an attachment to baseball. I didn't grow... I mean, I grew up, you know, playing it like every kid did. This but I didn't, op- the opposite of me, I didn't, let's right, say. Right, right, right. I didn't follow it. You know, I didn't pursue baseball it into high school. I didn't pursue it. it right. So so Ryan played baseball all the way, you know, up. And Ryan was, you know, baseball all the way. And I was not that way. And so the way, you know, T-ball was it. But then... I love T-ball. Right. But then Field of Dreams... Is really the way that I think, personally, that that it, it best captures and going on with my you know best of list, it best captures the, you know the the kind of the sentimental or like you know the mystical kind of like quote unquote pastimey way that baseball has. It really yeah. it really captures. It's not about baseball. It's about the the essence of baseball. Like it's about the the pastime of baseball, and it's really because you only see you only see baseball played in the you know, oldest the oldest the oldest the form, time. right? Yeah, and that. so it's almost about the idea of baseball, and I think that's great. And I'm honestly, I think that's anytime I see it, I love it, and that's my fondest memory of you know baseball movies is that I think and Kevin Costner and you know Bull Durham is is well regarded as one of the best. You know movies. who else is in that movie, Kevin? Timothy Busfield, as we've said, the first baseman in Little Big League. Oh, He's the guy that's like, no, oh. don't believe, don't believe oh, to the girl shaking her with the yeah. hot dog. That's yeah, Timothy yeah, okay. Busfield. That's Timothy Busfield. God damn it, Timothy Busfield, make a guest appearance uh, on our show. Oh, man, make God. a guest appearance on our show. Um, well, uh, I need to call a timeout right now. This show was dedicated to one person only and we haven't mentioned them for at least five shows sorry short. sorry and you know why because we've just been too jealous of your career i'm just gonna say it cliff curtis cliff. i miss you we're sorry cliff cliff you are you are a friend of the show cliff curtis a friend of the show he's the friend he of the, the show friend Kevin. of the show he sorry we, we haven't have no mentioned friends. him. We haven't mentioned him. Plat- we have no last. why doesn't l always come when i need to say something we haven't mentioned him past show number two. I know. And we're sorry, Cliff. Cliff, we love you. We're so sorry. Australia commercials rock. We're sorry, Cliff. Um, we're going to we're gonna get out of here, though, here. right now. We're oh, going to get well, out of here well, because me, we're almost... Let me, respond, let me respond real quick. I love Field of Dreams. I think Field of Dreams for me is always one of the best baseball movies, but not necessarily my favorite. Okay. I think it's always been... I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. It's just not one of my favorites. It goes with, you know, so many baseball movies. Bull Durham, which right. is a shock that hasn't been, but kind of Bull Durham, you know. 
Bull Durham, to me, is a summer catch of the 80s. The fact was that Bull Durham came out first, not... Like, it became... It was a shock. And it involved, you know, Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins and Cesar Strandon. But you know what? Fuck Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Matthew Lillard and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Jessica Biel, just as good. Mm. Let's be honest, they're doing so good. But, I mean, it's kind of more common. I don't know. Baseball movies, I become a little more specific. Those were my favorite. I think... I enjoyed a good time. Give me some, Kevin. I think baseball movies are dead, though. I think baseball movies will never be the same because they're never going to be regarded as the same because the steroid era has happened and everyone's going to be just... It's it's contracts and everything. It's gonna be so business like. But I think that that you know, that opens up a whole new era of baseball movies that could be true. Used. But they're not gonna be as good as they were, and that's all I have to say. For the love of the game, maybe not. But I think that you can make the best baseball movie ever, looking at uh, an athlete, a baseball athlete who's very successful at the time, on why they would use steroids over not. Starring Being Cliff a, Curtis. Starring Cliff Curtis. Being a fictional tale because he, everyone yeah. knows you couldn't do a non-fiction tale because no okay. one tells the truth. Sure. All right, Thanks. let's get out of here. Give me your, give um, me your last, give me a happy point. I got, I got one shout out. Um, my shout out is my girlfriend Kirsten. That's good, she's man. In Yo, are, are you no, ta- she's in Florida. No, I'm not taking. The producer's I'm not, not here. The producer, our producer. I, I, sorry, my my shout out should have been to our producer because she's not here. She's in Florida. She is home. Um, she'll be back to me soon, but for this episode, she's not here, and so I give that shout-out to her. And, uh, I'll give a, a reciprocal shout-out to the person that I always give a shout-out to. I hope you're having a wonderful night. Um, Don't and you know it. who you are, and that's why Don't I'm gonna, ke- I'm keeping it, because they know who they are. Don't uh, and the last one's gonna be to the... I know it's old, but the, I just absolutely love the Old Spice commercial. I can't handle it. I've watched it. I've watched it at least. I watched it at least twenty times. and I laugh harder every time. Look at me now. Back at your man. Now look at me now. Back at your man. Now look at me. Obviously, your man is not me, but you could smell like me. <laughs> look at your man. Look at your hand. Now look at me. Look down. I, now look, yeah, back hey, yeah, look back up. Look back up. I'm on a horse. <laughs> two of the tickets. So the thing you want to go look down at your hand. Now back at me. The diamonds. <laughs> and, I, and finishing off with I'm a horse is just the best. I'm on a horse. Um, this critical drinking. This is the most semi-sober, even this though I'm really drunk. This is the succinctest. I'm, I'm having a good time. Hey, you, got, you guys, you guys have a good night, alright? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll catch up with you next time. Yep. Alright, All right. take it easy, bros. Good night.